It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves and Ashley Fresca on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's 807 at 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 56 degrees outside, although actually it keeps going back and forth between 56 and 55. It's one or the other. Close enough. Ashley Frasca here, of course. Ashley being the one who keeps me honest, who answers, who asks me questions of why I answer things the way I do. We're glad to have her here as well. I mentioned earlier in the show that we have been thinking about different ways of changing the format of the show. And I want to start with a story because it always gets explained towards the end. And I'll start with a story. So about three, what, three months ago, I guess, somebody was real lightheartedly, you know, some appearance somewhere and said, Walter, when are you ever going to retire from radio? And, you know, I've been asked it a lot of times before. You know, I was already retired from the University of Georgia, been there for 30 years. And so I've been on the radio for what? What do we say? 26, actually? 26, 26 here at WSB. Right. And I've always said, you know, why would I want to retire? I get to talk about something I like for three hours a week. I get to meet nice people. I get to work with really nice people like Ashley and Jason. And so, and Crystal, who's screening calls this morning. And this time, though, it was a little bit different. Three months ago, I thought to myself, well, you know, really when and why and how and what would I want and if I did ever want to retire? And I thought, well, most importantly, I want to be sure that people still are able to get good, accurate, research-based garden information. That would be really important to me because we've done such a, I think, a good job over the years in providing that for people. And the other thing that I would want if I were ever to retire would be to be assured that somebody, whoever replaced me, would be knowledgeable, enthusiastic, and committed to being helpful. Well, I thought this is important enough that I need to go to the station manager, Pete Spriggs. He grew up on a farm just like me, by the way, actually, which is nice because we have something in common. And I told him what I was thinking, and he said, you know, I think we can work this out. We have this commitment and, you know, good conversation. We have a relationship with Pike Nurseries, and they want to sponsor the show for a long time in the future. So the show's not going to go away. And second, we have a young, talented person on the staff, you know, who gardens at home, who has screened calls for you for eight years. You heard of her. She hosted shows on your show, she hosted shows, you know, for you when you've been absent sometimes. I said, you mean Ashley? I love Ashley. Ashley could do it. And my two conditions were met. The show would continue to offer good information, and Ashley's Fasca could be host. I was so just bowled over. Oh, yeah, that would work. And best of all, it would mean that I didn't have to not be in the radio, on the radio with Ashley. I could come in occasionally if I wanted to. I could continue doing the newspaper column. I could continue managing my website, which we're revising right now, and be new and up in about a month. And I could still answer garden questions there, which I enjoy a lot. And I'd get my Saturdays back, my Fridays and Saturdays. I could travel for more than a couple of weeks at a time. That'd be great. And so after 26 years, which if you're multiplying, that would be 1,352 shows Gosh. in 26 years, I decided that I would pull the trigger. I'm going to retire from radio anyway, without retire completely. And so the way we're working it right now is that I will be leaving as, as the main host of the show at the end of this month of January, because in February, I'm going to New Zealand for the big garden trip that I have planned there. And then Ashley can take over in February, and then she can go on from there. And you, I'm sure everybody's noticed that Ashley has taken a bigger role in this show and has done a great job over the last month or two. So I have no, no qualms that she'll do a great job. And I've given her complete permission, complete permission to change the show in her own image however she wants to do it. 
if you have a show, you need to be one you like doing. Doesn't do it like me for certain. Uh, she answers a lot of questions off the air. She knows how to get good information. Uh, she's better at social media than I am. So she'll do a great job there. She may want to do interviews. She may want to do little videos. Who knows what Ashley will go, come up with? But whatever she does, I know that it'll be good. And she is open to any ideas you might have, by the way. And her email address is ashley.frasca at cmg.com. Ashley.frasca at cmg.com. You tell her anything you want. If you think it'd be fun to have, Ashley would probably consider it. and Maybe put it in the show. could be your part of the show. So... I've had a wonderful time being on the radio, actually. It's been a great opportunity. I appreciate WSB, of course, for letting me do this opportunity. It's been a lot of fun. So that's, that's the story. That's the change. So it's, it's not goodbye at no, all. heck no. It's not at all. Um, going forward, there, there will be a new Lawn and Garden show. Uh, it'll have a new name. It'll have a new feel. It'll have some new elements to it. But we still want to be here. People have depended on you for their habits, for their garden information, for everything, for, you know, a quarter of a, a century. So ah, It sounds so old when you say that. <laughs> well, that, that stresses the importance of how long you've been a staple on this station. And we don't want to let the listeners down and disappoint them and put no. some other formatted show in this particular time slot. You know, I mean, people listen to you for four hours for a number Originally, of years yeah, when you four. were on six Ooh. to ten. Mm-hmm. So the show will remain six to nine just have a little bit different feel, um, a little bit different vibe, but you will have your own segment on my show going forward every single week. People will hear your voice every mm. week. They can still turn to you and find you at WalterReeves.com. Sure. Your books are still out there. Maybe in retirement you'll decide to write another. Oh, Lord. And the newspaper <laughs> column. I love doing the newspaper yeah, column. Yeah, for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Website, all that stuff. So yeah. you're right. I don't plan to retire except to pull back from the radio. Can you imagine sleeping in on a Saturday morning? It's hard. I think I can. I think I can. I'll try my best. Your, your habit of getting up on Saturday mornings and having a little bowl of cereal in bed and getting know, ready right? for the show. Like you can actually get up on your own time and go have that bowl of cereal at a table if exactly. you would like. Boy, that'll be something. Cereal and not have to go in. Mm-mm-mm. But congratulations. I mean, well, thanks, you've, you've established everything that's right here today in this studio. So... We wouldn't be here without you, having well, done it for so long. I have great confidence that you will take over and do a great job in my stead, and we will just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> darn right. We'll see what, <laughs> see happens. what happens. Everybody <laughs> tune in the first week, first Saturday in February, because they'll see what happens <laughs> when Ashley takes over. Howard in Atlanta joins us. Hey, Howard, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? We are great, Howard. How can we help? Well, got a question. And, and first of all, I, I just want to say that ever since I, I came to Atlanta and I bought my first house, I've been listening to you on Saturday mornings, oh. and that's been over 20 years. I oh, love Howard. It. Wow. I love yeah, it. yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. And I'm from New York, so I'm not a gardener, so you taught me quite a bit, so thank you. <laughs> Good for that. So how can we help you today? Uh, what do you need to garden? Well, well, two questions. When is the best time to prune knockoff roses? I bought about six of them um, maybe last year and maybe the year before, and yeah. I just never knew when is the best time to prune them down and what's the impact of pruning them. You know what an easy thing for me to remember is Valentine's Day. I just, that's so easy for me to remember because, you know, you've maybe done a little bit of maintenance pruning over the winter because they're straggly, kind of ugly, but you can prune them back to, you know, 8 to 12 inches off the ground. I mean, you can prune them back to next to nothing and they'll grow vigorously in the spring. So, yeah, right around Valentine's Day, even if it's 
snowy and cold or whatever, just go in there. And if you just need to do light pruning, you want to go back to, you know, I don't know, maybe half the size of the plant. Yeah, if you just, is about yeah. right. And the good thing about doing it in February, maybe mid-February, past Valentine's Day even, is that you see the little pink buds. That's a great thing to see, Howard, on the knockout rose stems because you make your pruning cut about a quarter inch above an outward-facing bud. Notice how, which direction the buds are facing. Make your cuts right above an outward-facing bud, and the whole plant will be much happier and make more flowers if you do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll definitely do that. And then the last quick question is, I have uh, Bermuda grass, and I was pretty proud of the fact that I sodded an area myself. Good. And it lasted maybe about uh, maybe four years. And then the shade took it over. So now it's just really bare. What's a good sod that is shade resistant? Mm, Don't get me started, Howard. How much sun do you get in that shady place? I mean, I get sun, but obviously it's not enough to grow the Bermuda. How much sun do you get? Um, I would say maybe four hours a day. You're really, really marginal. Yeah. Fescue is the most shade-tolerant grass we have, and fescue needs at least four and better five or six of direct sunshine during the day. But you so, can't sod fescue. You have to seed that. Oh, no, you can't. You can get fescue sod, sure. Oh, okay. And Absolutely. The, okay. the weird thing about fescue, though, is that fescue will be green in the wintertime, and you know Bermuda is, is brown in the wintertime, so you have that right. ring of, of or area of green and the brown right next to it. You may decide you like it, or you may decide it looks sort of weird. And so you don't want to have fescue next to the Bermuda. Okay, well, it's a different area, so, you know, okay. I'll just create a whole different, uh, okay, you know, look different. over there. Now, do I have to reseed that fescue every year? Not if you do a good job preparing the first. If you dig the soil deeply and okay. um, break it smooth, put the sod or the seed okay. down, either one. As long as the soil is prepared, it'll last easily for two or three or four years without mm-hmm. reseeding. Okay, and just keeping well, the weeds out, you know, the, the stronger the fescue stays... It's it's going to kind of keep the weeds at bay, but if you can stay ahead of weeds, that's really going to help the long-term f- health of the fescue. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much. Hey, and, again, Howard. it was a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, it's great talking to you as well. 20 years. Man, oh, man. Howard has been here for a while. He's among the majority. Yeah. I'm serious. He really is. Mm, wow. 20 years. He's been listening to the I've been person. listening to you for 26 Really? I may have been in the, well, no, I wasn't even in a car seat back then. I was like <laughs> 10 or 12 years old when, when you came on WSB. But you did not listen to me when you, that far. No, yeah, I wasn't in a car seat. I, I, yeah, you but I mean, I was riding around in my mom's Lincoln and listened to you, listened you to say, Herb. And, turned him off. He's boring. No. <laughs> yes, you no. did. I know you did. Herb Emery. Who's that Herbie guy? I don't know him. <laughs> and then you got to be great friends with Herb Emery. Right? He was so cool. And me? Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's 817. We'll be back after this. It's Scott Slate. Did you know you can listen to Walter Reeves on Saturday mornings on your Amazon Echo or Dot? And me too, weekday mornings. Just say, Alexa, play WSB, and we're on. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Walter. Walter Reeves, Ashley Frasca, back with you on the Lawn and Garden Show. Thank you for being here this morning. This is an important hour of the show. We're on till 9 o'clock. Checking the weather forecast brought to you by Finley Roofing. Today, clearing and windy. Maybe a 40% chance of some showers that lingers. A high of around 57 lows in the mid-30s. And tomorrow, bright sunshine, no rain in the forecast. 
highs in the lower 50s and lows around 32. So you may want to think about that as you get ready for bed Sunday night into early Monday morning. Complete weather forecast comes up from Channel 2 meteorologist Brad Nitz, who's been in for Kirk Mellish here on 95.5 WSB. And Tom in Cartersville joins us. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Walter. Congratulations on your early retirement. Thank you, sir. Do appreciate that. And I guess I have a question for Ashley. Go. Okay. So when is the best time of year to prune evergreens like pine trees? Hmm. Now pine trees, why do you wanna why do you wanna prune them? Well, I don't necessarily know exactly what species it is, but we bought these little like pine tree looking trees we set right next to a deck. Yeah. And they were about three foot tall when we bought them. They look real cute. And the first year we didn't get a whole lot of growth. But the following year, you know, this year, we probably got like eight inches of growth. So they're kind of looking yeah. ratty. So, so are you sure they are a pine, Tom? Could it be some other evergreen other than pine? Like, could it be arborvitae? Could it be you? Could it be um, juniper? So i got to know uh, what it is I first. Think, I think it's a pine. Hmm. Okay, but you don't know what kind of pine? You don't know if it's a, a mugo pine or one of the other ornamental pines? I cannot remember. See, knowing this, actually is yeah, what we need tough. to know. The general... I was just in charge of digging the holes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the well, label. that's important. I mean, you did the most important part. Reading the label was not your job. <laughs> that's right. Generally speaking, Tom, the time to prune an evergreen is when the candles, there's new growth. When the new growth comes, you can prune it then as long as you don't get down to the brown part of okay. the shrub or the tree or the juniper or the shrub, whatever you got. If you get into the brown part, they do not re-sprout. But if it were a pine, they make little candles at the tips of the branches, and when the candles are about eh, four or five inches long, you can do some pruning then. Uh, but it's really important to know what you have. So, Tom, first thing, find out what you have. Second thing, call us next Saturday. We'll tell you what to do. Okay, sounds great. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one, Tom. Right. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Eight twenty-three. We've got who did you do? Jack and Miretta. Hey, Jack. Good morning. Hello. Hey, brother Jack. What's going on? It's like a. It's like I've just got word that a good friend is going to die. Well, oh, no. no. Who is it? Is that uh, you. CNN right now? Oh, him. Oh, I've never heard you. of him. Well, Jack, wanna, you know you have been a long-time listener on the show. How long have you and I been friends? Oh gosh, more than twenty years. I know that more than twenty, and twenty years goes by in a flash. And you used to call me when you're playing tennis and when you're up on the roof roofing and doing all sorts of crazy yeah, things. Yeah, I'm staying on the ground. Oh, it, me too. It says, it says in the Bible, "Lo, I'm with you always." <laughs> and high, watch out, you'll fall down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, is Ashley is she going to be able to help me with my marriage? I mean, the only reason we're together is because of you. I know, I know. I've done many counseling sessions with you and your beautiful wife. I, and, I am an unbiased observer, so yeah. I think I could not necessarily always assume I'm going to side with the wife. I think I can play both sides pretty fairly. I don't think Walter always sides with my wife. Oh, <laughs> well, then maybe I'm in your Court. Who I, knows? I know you, Jack, and I think she probably is the one who has the most sense in the relationship. She's got most sense in the relationship. She she got some azaleas for Christmas. They're yeah. blooming and they're pretty and everything. And do we put them outside or let them let the frost kill the? What? Talk to me slowly. So they're not outside right now, are they? No, they're still inside. She wants to plant them, but she, you know she don't want to. Do, do we leave them inside? You know, we get sun. We got some areas where we get sun. 
uh, I know sun seems to be an important thing in the garden world. Yeah, they're really tender, though, inside. They've been inside for a while, and mm-hmm. I think they're too tender to be put outside unless you do it really slow, like, you know, two nights or one during the day, put it out, bring it in during the night, do that for about a week. If it were me, Jack, yeah. I'd keep them inside, just less trouble. And if you've got a sunny place to put them, keep it there till it's warm in March or April. Yeah, I mean, it's not hurting anything in there. We've got a good area where you can sit there about next to a big, big window you know it, it works just fine so just don't uh, if they're if they're out of sight out of mind though you know people move them down to the garage <laughs> in a sunny window or something like that just don't forget to water though yeah i tell her we just buy some new ones and tell tell my tell my sons you know don't don't tell them like like the goldfish when you replace the goldfish oh. <laughs> no I, I think you'll have a pretty good chance those yeah, those azaleas could make it for sure same principle. Gosh, Walter, I'm going to miss you. I just, you know. I won't be gone, Jack. Ashley's going to let me be on the show every week, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be still here for a little bit anyway. And so talk to me there. We'll be fine. I mean, when you don't hear from him, I'm, I'm out there. I'm out there somewhere. <laughs> Always. When I'm riding him, I'm going to Atlanta right now and just listening to Walter Reed. Well, stop, stop by, uh, you know, the studios here and say, hey. Well, I'm going to leave at pass. 9 o'clock. I'm getting, I'm getting out of here. As you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in the parking lot. I'm, I'm fixing In fact, I'm getting ready. I'll be passing your studio in about 30 minutes from now. Yeah. I'll call security and let them know, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out the back door. That's where I'm going. Hey, you, you, this ain't the first time this, uh, people's called security on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's true. Pretty well, sure that's Jack, I look forward to keep, you know, I want to keep hearing from you, too, okay? Yeah, you know, it's just, just side with my wife and everything will be right. Okay, <laughs> as long as that keeps the marriage strong, I'll do it. Hey, we, we, I, I know you're going to be somewhere, but we really enjoyed you over the years. You've, 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 you've helped me in several occasions. <laughs> Jack, it's been my pleasure to have had you on the show, and of course, I know you well enough. Because I know your voice, and that's how I know many, many callers, actually. We have callers we've mm-hmm. never met before, but they're our friends, David, J.D., Gene, uh, mm-hmm. Nicole. Well, you know Nicole, of course, because you've met two or three times. Gail comes mm-hmm. in. Sure, lots of people that we consider ourselves friends, but really and truly, we've never actually went out and had a beer together or gone to the garden together. It's 827 at News Talk WSB, 827 at 95.5 WSB. We'll be back after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves and Ashley Fresca on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. Welcome back to Lawn and Garden here on 95.5 WSB. Ashley Frasca, Walter Reeves with you today for another half hour or so. And here every Saturday, as Walter has been for 26 years, answering any questions mm. about your landscape, about birds, bees, flowers, shrubs, trees, everything. Ooh, everything. Very nice. And for I don't know how many years in this part of the show, we've had Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery on to discuss, you know, deals of the weekend or different things Pike Nursery's doing. Mickey, how long have you been calling the show? I, I think since 2011. I was looking at my thing, and I think it's 2011, something so like that. Anyway, the same time Ashley started screening it. I was I started just before Ashley did because Melinda was on there when oh, I started. Okay. That's how I could keep, but only for just a couple, just for a little sh- short time. So we've been we've been quite the duo for eight years. That's right. <laughs> or trio, I That's mean. That's right. Yes, absolutely. So we'll welcome Happy New Year. 
Happy New Year to you. So this is one of those things, the the Pikes pick for today, that is just growing by leaps and bounds and really trending and is very hot in the garden world right now. And I mean, I think back, I wasn't alive, but I know enough from the 70s how popular <laughs> houseplants were. And I mean, that oh, was that make you feel well. <laughs> uh, okay. pretty, pretty bad because I was working. I was working for the extension service when the house plants came through. In the 70s. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so I didn't have any house plants in the '70s. Okay, but that was all the rage back then, and that is coming back. I don't know if it's the millennials that are bringing it back, or you know, people that are intimidated by outdoor gardening. So this is how they can start small and kind of build their confidence. But that's right. You've got I everything think- there is to know about house plants. I think that's right. I think more and more people are getting really excited about how plants because they do make such a difference in your house. I can tell when when I get low on houseplants. My, my house just doesn't look as warm and cozy as it does when I've got the houseplants in there. And, uh, you know, we've got such pretty ones now, so many different ones that we didn't have before. Um, so I love them. I just love houseplants. I think it's great. And I think more and more people are getting excited about them. And we have got an amazing selection right now. So hope everybody will come and see them. So the ones the ones that are 20% off today are just the not, not the flowering houseplants. Plants That's in any right. way, just the green, the foliage house, foliage plants. house plants. Mm-hmm. So That's I mean, right. but so many to choose from, and you can definitely talk to an expert there at Pike Nursery when you go today. But I mean, for all different light conditions, if you already kind of have a room in mind that you want, different sizes, different shapes, varieties, something trendy, maybe something not, but also, I mean, a good gift idea. It's just like you said, it makes you happy. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And when I, you know, we're having a class today. You're probably going to mention that later, but we're going to be talking about all this and how to select the right house plant for your house. So I'm actually attending the class today at uh, Town Lake Pike Nursery Good for you. at 10 o'clock Good for today. You. And I've noticed on pikenursery.com some of the classes are sold out, but every Pike Nursery is doing that class, that free class today. So if yes. you go to pikenursery.com, there is still time to register for some of them. Are you going to be at the one in West Cobb? Yes, I'm going to be at the one at West Cobb. Nice. I'll be here. So there's still o'clock. time. You've got time to hurry up, get up, shower. And make it out to your uh, Pike Nursery. So, yeah, that class is today, and then there's one 18th, coming up as well, the 18th. 18th yeah, birds, there's a yeah. bird. Yeah, and birds are my passion. And uh, so that one's coming up at the end of the month. Or when is it? Have you got it in front of you? 18th. 18th, right 18th. Now. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so what's forward to that one. What's special with the the Pike's pick? Well, we'll we'll go ahead and say maybe you've heard the commercials during the show today that it is today only. Sometimes the Pike's pick lasts all weekend, but the 20% off houseplants is today only, so you've got all day. But so what's special about that? What do we need to do different when we go shop at a Pike nursery for the Pike's just, pick? Well, you just need to ask for it. I always say this the Pike's pick is this. And I don't know whether it's really necessary today, but we always want to do it just in case. You want to make sure you get your your 20% off. And then you have your Play in the Dirt membership. You either give them your card or type in your number and you get the points, too. That's exactly right. So important to remember. A lot of people are are turning in their points now and, and redeeming their points now. So that's fun. Nice. And save some money. Remind us, too, taking down the Christmas tree. If we got a tree at Pike Nursery, there's a way for us to get a little money back. That's right. If you bring your stand back before the end of the month, then you'll get whatever you paid for. It depends on the size of the stand. You'll get a, 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 like a, I don't know what they call it. Like a gift card. It's like a gift card, but it has a limited time on it. And so you can use it on whatever you want to. 
That's perfect. So today's a day, a great day to get all of that done. Go see Mickey at the class uh, in West Cobb. I'm not leading the class in Town Lake by by all <laughs> means. Oh my goodness, I am a student. I'm going to be in the front row with my little notepad doing oh, the, the houseplant class in, in the Town Lake Pike Nursery. Are so. you going to bring Shadow with you? Oh man, she would. Well, I don't necessarily know that she'd eat the houseplants, she but she would definitely knock them over. <laughs> and we would make a mess and probably never be allowed to return to any oh, Pike Nursery sure. store. <laughs> But, well, thank you always for sharing that garden knowledge with us, Mickey. We really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great time at the class today. Wait a minute. Thank you so There's yeah. one, one thing left here. One thing that I never can. Oh, that's right. <laughs> You've got to train me? her on that. You've got to train her on that. So we talked about the class. We talked about houseplants, yes, all kinds of other things. Where do people go online to find out more? At pikenursery.com. There it is. That's what it was. There it I is. knew there was thank something you. missing. See you that's soon, Mickey. That's right. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. See you soon. We've got, let's see, Brandon. Lee used to live in Georgia. Now he lives in Oregon. Hey, Brandon. Good morning. 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 I heard the announcement, um, and I understand that you said that you were going to do a spot on a weekly basis. Yeah, sure. But I did. I just wanted to thank you for all the advice you've given. I used to live in Atlanta yeah. um, several years ago, and even the remote broadcast, I'd bring my infant daughter, Jack Toddler. <laughs> Um, so much so that you, when we, when we were there, you would call her our, uh, your unofficial mascot. Oh, yes. Well, I, I remember you, Brandon. Sure I do. I wonder where you went to. Where? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Little girl. Sure. Yeah. And ironically, um, like when we do the remote broadcast, she'd sit on my lap and sleeping. Yeah. Ironically, she just got up and is groggily cuddling on my lap as I'm speaking to you. Right. Oh, I have <laughs> pictures of you, Brandon. I have pictures yeah. of you and your daughter at some of the remote yep. broadcasts. Yeah, sure. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, well, this is so sweet. I just, I just wanted to thank you. It's wonderful she's no to talk to you. She's no longer a toddler. She's a seven-year-old. Yeah, so. I was about to say, she's not a young toddler in your lap anymore. No, a seven-year-old that is well beyond the size of my lap. <laughs> well, Brandon, I'm glad so. you called in, and I'm so glad that you reminded me or reminded who you are, because now I know who you are. And, you know, frankly, we didn't know each other personally back then, but I just remember this whole thing of you had your daughter there, and you'd come to a couple of the remotes. We took pictures and thought she was cute and all that stuff. Yeah. Who are you calling? What is that? just you I was calling. Yeah. Well, I'll tell her it's the guy that you used to go with when you were a baby. You used to go out and see him as a baby. Go to the shows when you were a baby in a toddler. I just wanted to thank you. Oh, Brandon, if you can, tell you what, Brandon, if you can, take a picture of her now sitting in your lap as much as she can fit into your lap and send me that, and I'll try to put to juxtapose the two pictures I have of you back then and you and her right now. How about doing that? Okay, um, give me one second. got to get something the right way. Well, it's going to be easy. Let me tell you how to find me, Brandon. The email is simply georgiagardener, that's me, at yahoo.com. Georgia Gardner at yahoo.com. Perfect. All right, I have to go, Brandon, but thanks so much. Give your daughter a hug for us. Ed is in Fayetteville and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. What's up, uh, Ed? I have a, uh, first of all, congratulations on your well, thank you. uh, impending retirement, and I've enjoyed listening to you for probably nearly the entire 25 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much. I don't know that uh, I would have I done it, but if you did, that's great. About, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to ask you about uh, 
I've got boxwood blight. Um, went to your website and found a, a few articles, and I, I think it positively identified it. Okay. And had a few questions about uh, substitute plants and taking them out. Um, I've got a foundation in the front that's south-facing, so it's going to take full sun all day long. I need about uh, four and a half feet of height. My porch foundation in the front comes up. The porch comes up to about five feet, a five-foot level, so three and a half to four feet tall. Yeah. And uh, was wondering about uh, what do you think would make a suitable replacement for boxwoods? Dwarf Yopan Holly would be nice. It's uh, only gets about three feet, four feet maybe tall. So Dwarf Yopan, Y-A-U-P-O-N, Yopan Holly. Um, okay. Maybe one of the Dwarf box, not Boxwoods, because you've got Boxwoods Black. Why am I saying that? No, we're not going to put Boxwoods in there. There may be another couple of Hollies that are small like that. Indian Hawthorn is an idea. Indian Hawthorn doesn't get the same diseases as Boxwoods do and still four to five feet sometimes tall. Um, Cliera gets about five to six, and you could prune it to make it a nice shape there. I think all the evergreen what things. About, uh, what about distillums? Oh, yeah, they're great. They are a very new plant. Distillium is the name, distillium. And the distillium. interesting thing about their form, if you've seen them, is they spread outward rather than upward. And so they may fit in some landscapes. They may not fit in others because of the form, because outward is not the same as upward. But distillium is real tough, really, really tough plant. How about deer resistant? Mm, don't know about that. I don't know about distillium or, frankly, any of the rest. Which I think it just a deer will eat anything, so I can't say anything is deer proof or deer resistant. I think distillium is, but I'm not positive on that. Okay, and uh, pittosporum. Mm, that's a possibility. Yes, don't know about the deer. Okay. Would it grow too? Would pittosporum grow too tall? Yeah, it can. But in Georgia, about every fifth year, it'll get frozen back some, and so you sort of let Mother Nature take her course, and she'll keep it the right size for you. Okay. All right. So All right. Um, very good. You up in Holly, and um, some of those other ideas is great. Thank you very much. Hey, it's great talking to you, Ed. Thanks for calling. So I've got a question about the boxwood blight. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to put boxwoods back in that area. Obviously. Um, but is it going to affect the soil? Like, I know you probably want to remove any of the leaves that had fallen yeah, that were yeah. affected by the blight and make sure you take out the boxwoods, all all the pieces, roots and everything. But is there any concern about the soil going forward for what you put in there next? I think within five or six years, all the spores will be gone for other boxwoods to come in five or six years later. For other plants, unless you're a boxwood, you're not susceptible to this particular blight. So roses are fine. Um, the ones he talked about, Pittosporum and some of the others, they'll be fine. They won't be affected by the blight at all. By the way, those of you who have boxwoods, there is a way to distinguish between boxwood blight, horrible disease, and some of the other small, not-so-bad diseases on boxwoods. Pictures are important. Go to my website, walterese.com, and type boxwood mm-hmm. blight, and you will be delighted to see the deep kind of pictures that we have to tell you exactly what to look for to diagnose your boxwood blight versus other things. Great pictures, for sure. Yeah. It's 847. We'll be back after this. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news and traffic teams will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get to work on time and informed. Now back to Walter Reeves and his lawn and garden expertise on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
Updating the weekend weather, that brought to you by Finley Roofing. Today, a high of 57, lows in the mid-30s, clearing and windy. Thank goodness, still a slight chance for rain, though. Tomorrow, sunny. Highs only reaching the low 50s and a low around freezing, around 32 degrees. So you want to be aware of that going into Monday morning. Your complete weather forecast comes up from Channel 2 Action News meteorologist Brad Nitz on 95.5 WSB. I'm bouncing the whole time I'm doing that weather. Jason, That's a great song. This? Who is this playing? This? Uh, this is Pharrell Williams. Yeah, the, the happy get, guy. He did yeah. the happy song. Does it ever get to vocals or anything? It does. Or just repeat I've just chosen instrumental. Oh. Okay. Well, thank Very you. Very good. Ron, let's go to the phones then. We've got quickly some people in here. Ron in Covington joins us. Hey, Ron, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Ron. Uh, it, does, it does sound like this show is going to change a lot. sounds like Ashley's just going to be talking about the birds and the bees. Well, well it important. depends on <laughs> what kind. We're keeping it clean. <laughs> How can we help? Right, I've got a, a couple, about two and a half of my eight, seven-foot-tall green or emerald green arborvitaes. Yeah. Are those dead, or do I wait to for the spring to see what happens to them? How much did uh, you say? I guess the half, half of them is brown. Uh, yeah, I have eight of them, and two and a half of well, two are completely brown. The other is half and half. It was brown taken so, down. It yeah. is not alive. It is dead. Yeah, and the ones that are halfway that way, that way brown, they're probably going to die. More than likely, they're going to die. I won't give you the full you know coroner's report here, but I think that the <laughs> one that's halfway brown. I mean, I see so many arborvitaes that do great, Ron, and there's some that just peter out after just a year or they don't get watered right after they're planted or something, but they, they don't come back very well. Yeah. They're about three, a little bit over three years old mm. and just, I think the drought took yeah. them out. Yeah. I would say that's it. The drought is what we bring a lot of stuff on. Arborvitae in particular are very sensitive to, too much, to not enough water around the roots. So I think you're right. So I should have manually, manually watered them. Apparently. Yeah, manually water. And you need to put about five gallons per week for the first six months easily, particularly if they're planted in the spring. If you're doing it in April and May, boy, they need a lot of water in June, July, August, September. So five gallons per week, sometimes 10 if it's really hot, 10 gallons per week would be about right. All right. Well, that's an expensive hit. But hey, I appreciate it. There we go, Ron. The truth shall set you free, <laughs> and that you spend lots of money at Pike Nursery as well. Thank you for calling. <laughs> y'all are just y'all are rhyming. Did you even realize that? And he said, "I guess the drought took him out." Yeah, he did. <laughs> y'all are we're, cute. Hey, we're we know what we're talking about. Thanks, guys. Bye, Thanks Ron. Ron. <laughs> let's go to let's see real quickly, real quickly. D has a question about her lawn. D, you got one minute to go for it. Hey. Uh huh. Just real quick, I just want to say it's an honor and a pleasure to speak with you, and um, I'm going to miss you. Oh, I miss and I just you want too. To talk, um, my Georgia Myers uh, lawn is starting to get weeds. It was always healthy, and I had weeds last year. Could I put some weed killer on it now? Will it hurt the Georgia Myers? It won't hurt at all. No, now would be a good time to do it. Uh, definitely something. I don't know, Walter, you check me on this. 2,4-D? Or no? Yeah, something that contains 2,4-D. Mm-hmm. There's usually these three-way weed killers, they call them, or sometimes four-way weed killers, but they all have 2,4-D as the first ingredient in them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And you're going to be missed. 
Well, and I know you, you're Dave. leaving it in good hands with Ashley. You thank absolutely you. are. We would not do it if we didn't have great confidence in Ashley's And skills. I wouldn't do it if I couldn't still have Walter as part of the show. That's so, right. I mean, it's so it's hopefully the best of both worlds. You'll hear him every Saturday. I think Jan's really quick. Let's try Jan. Jan, you have 45 seconds to ask your question. <laughs> Go for it, Jan. I just congratulations on the retirement and welcome aboard, Ashley. All right. My question is, apparently my propane company decided my hemlocks were extending too far into the driveway for their purposes. Uh, and they cut them way back. Yeah. Will they ever regain their shape? No. Shoot. No. They look like one. a car wrecked into them. Yeah. Hemlocks, if you if they cut back into the brown part of the tree, that will not re- regrow. They did. So you just okay. cut it to make sure there's no stubs. Don't leave stubs on the tree. Try to clean up all that. And uh, what can I say? It's going to be brown and ugly. Dang. Yeah, well, I've worked really hard to keep them going and have them treated regularly. So, okay, just wanted to know if I was going to ever, they were going to ever look pretty again. All right, thank you so much. And again, congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks so much, Dee. Bye-bye. 404-872-0750 gets you in for the Dave Baker Show. The Home Fix It Show is straight ahead. He is in the house, not feeling real good, but he's going to be here and host the Home I Fix I can't believe I'm saying it, but go easy on him. Go easy on Dave <laughs> Baker today. Maybe it will be nice. Jason Byers, of course, brought us some great music this morning. I think for the first time in a long time, Jason, I was bopping to just about every song you had. We were dancing in here in the studio. Ashley Frasca, of course, my co-host and soon to be the sole host of the Lawn and Garden Show. Such a pleasure to have you in here as well. Thank you. Crystal Wheeler screened our calls. And Crystal, she is nice. Even though she says, Lawn and Garden Show, what do you want to talk about? This was a real sweetheart beneath all that. It's 857 and one half at News Talk WSB, 857 and one half at 95.5 WSB. I'm Walter Reeves. I'll be back here next Saturday morning for another edition of Long Garden. Congratulations. Thank you.